Advent is a time of longing and waiting on God. In, in fact, we could say that the essence of the Christian spiritual life is the same. Our Christian spirituality is all about longing and waiting on God, which doesn't sound so exciting, does it? <laughs> because we don't like to wait, do we? Well, most of us, perhaps. We want our longing to be fulfilled now. I remember growing up when I used to watch a TV show, you'd watch an episode and then you'd have to wait a whole week <laughs> for the next one. <laughs> you'd have to wait and long for the next episode. But now we wait like 10 seconds and Netflix has already got it before you, before you got a chance to stop it. We live in an instant kind of world, which of course means that we're constantly on the go. There's not a lot of time for waiting. There's no need to wait. So we've lost the value of waiting, right? It seems pointless. It seems like a waste of time. But not so in the spiritual life. See, spiritual waiting is different. Because when we wait consciously, for God, what happens is that our longing for God deepens. Waiting provokes our longing. And it's this longing that opens us to God, to a God who not only will come in the future sometime, but to a God who already has come and is coming constantly into our lives. See, the point is that something happens to us as we wait and as we long for God. That's what we're picking up in the psalm today, yeah? Happy are all who long for the coming of the Lord. The reason why those who long are happy is because God meets us in our waiting and our longing. It's not pointless. God meets us there because God is not only coming in the future, as we remember in Advent, in the second coming of Christ, but God has already come to us in Christ and God is coming. God meets us in our waiting and our longing. This is why in the scriptures, you see this especially in the Old Testament, God would often proclaim his promises to his people. He would, we heard it today in the first reading. God meets his people in the midst of despair and suffering and he gives them this, this alternative picture of reality. He says, hey, this is what's coming. Now, why does God bother doing that? He keeps coming to his people and giving them this promise. Well, to provoke their longing. It's not the promise, you know, they're not going to, he didn't say you're going to experience it tomorrow or next week. This, often his promises were way in the future. The reason God would proclaim his promises was to provoke their longing so that their waiting would be fruitful. So this Advent, I want to encourage you to spend some time waiting and getting in touch with this longing deep in your heart for God. This longing doesn't need to feel good, you know. Sometimes our longing is sweet, isn't it? It's like, oh, just, oh God, I long for you and it sort of feels good. 
but it doesn't have to feel good. You mightn't feel it at all. You don't have to feel like longing for God to actually long for God. Does that make sense? <laughs> doesn't make sense, Jeffrey. <laughs> it can be as simple as just recognising your need for God, perhaps in an area of your life where you're really struggling. And just to use that, that situation in your life to help you to recognise that you need God. And as you consciously recognise your need, that's longing. Saying, that's you recognising that I, I can't do this on my own. I need you, God. It mightn't feel like longing, but, but just the recognition of your need for God is longing. And I suspect that the more that you, you're able to recognise your need for God, the more that you will uh, automatically find yourself longing for him. <laughs>